Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Coffee with Craig, where we talk about all things firearms and Second Amendment in politics, culture, uh, movies, you name it. We talk about it right here on Coffee with Craig. Please remember to take a moment to like and share this feed, uh, whether you're listening to us uh, via video through YouTube or Facebook, or whether you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, Apple uh, Podcast, iTunes, Google Play, you name it. Uh, please take a moment to like and share so that your friends can join in the conversation as it's happening. want to take a quick second to apologize uh, to you folks. I realized that yesterday's, uh, yesterday's video, the, the mic audio got cut off partway through. I have absolutely no idea why, and unfortunately, uh, that's the one thing I do not hear in my headphones is my own audio because, you know, trying to talk to yourself and hear yourself, it, it, it's a hard thing to do. And as many of you know, I am both in front of and behind the camera at the same time. So sometimes stuff like that happens. I appreciate, uh, number one, your understanding, but I also appreciate uh, the fact that you guys let us know because you guys, uh, that input, that level of input actually helps make the show better. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. Please keep it up. Please keep it up. Also, finally, please remember to visit fpcgear.com. That's fpcgear.com. Great place to go buy cool T-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs. Every dollar that you spend there goes right back into the fight for our constitutional right to keep and bear arms, support the Second Amendment, and look good doing it. That's fpcgear.com. All right. Now that we've paid the bills, let's get into our topic. We're going to be talking about a constitutional right. We're going to be talking about the constitutional right to keep and bear arms. Now, Many of you, have heard, of you have heard about the concept of a sanctuary state. Now, in many, many places or in many concerns or the way the mainstream media talks about it, they're talking about a sanctuary state when it comes to uh, illegal immigration or the enforcement of immigration laws. Some states have decided, like California, that uh, they are not going to comply with uh, or at least work with for the federal government when it comes to the enforcement of immigration law because, well, they just don't like it. Well, there's actually a movement afoot uh, along the same lines, only dealing with the Second Amendment. And it's not because they just don't like the laws, the gun laws that are being proposed by the federal government, but because they, in fact, violate the con their constitutional right to keep and bear arms as they see it in their state. Now, one particular state that we're going to talk about is going to be the state of Pennsylvania. And the state of Pennsylvania actually has a Second Amendment that, that reads a little stricter uh, than even the, the, uh, the Second Amendment protections or the, the personal defense or the defense uh, protections that are included in, in our Constitution, in their state Constitution, it's, it's even stricter. Well, in Pennsylvania... Uh, a gentleman, uh, uh, Representative, uh, let's look here because I want to make sure I do not mispronounce his name, uh, Daryl Metcalf. Uh, he's a Republican out of Cranberry Township, uh, has introduced a bill. It's House Bill 357. You guys get it? 357. Those of you who don't get it, you'll get it later. Uh, but he's introduced uh, uh, this measure, which would, which has, by the way, he introduced it on September 5th. It has 41 bipartisan co-sponsors. Now, he's introduced this legislation before. He introduced it back in 2013, and it didn't have as much support as it has right now. Um, but this is a very, once again, this is a very interesting piece of legislation because, in essence, what it does is it uh, it penalizes folks for, or at least uh, people who are there in the state 
for uh, violating uh, or enforcing laws that violate our constitutional right. Now, I couldn't find any recent video on him talking about it, but once again, it's the same measure introduced back in 2013. So here is Representative Metcalf talking about his, uh, his measure, uh, House Bill 357, back in 2013. Through violation of our, our state's rights, our Second Amendment, violating Article 1, Section 21 of our Pennsylvania Constitution if they move forward with more gun control, which is the right to bear arms section of the Pennsylvania Constitution. For anyone that hasn't read it, it's more strongly worded than the Second Amendment. Because in the Article 1, Section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution, it states that uh, something to the effect that the rights of the citizens to bear arms in defense of themselves in the state shall not be questioned. Shall not be questioned. It's very clear that uh, we should not have our rights questioned. But since the uh, Sandy Hook incident that occurred, and other incidents that have occurred, we continue to see, once again, those that are trying to take advantage and utilize those, those horrific murders uh, for their agenda to disarm Americans of their God-given right to bear arms, of, bear arms in defense of themselves, their property, their family, their state, their country. We, uh, in, in Harrisburg, of course, we deal with the state level of the government, and as, as Garth had mentioned, you know, originally, we gave power to the USA. The USA didn't give power to the states. The states created the feds, right? I mean, the states are the creator. The states are ultimately the level of government that should be the most powerful and have the, the most ability to protect the citizens and do what's right policy-wise in the various states. And we need to remind them of that. And that's what House Bill 357 is going to do, is to remind them that we are not going to stand by and watch the rights of our citizens violated. Exactly. They don't want to see them violated. Now, he was talking about shootings that occurred back then. This is well before Parkland or Orlando or San Bernardino. Uh, this is th th that those were shootings that occurred then. So you know that a number of pieces of legislation in Pennsylvania, as well as in other states, have been offered and proposed. Some have actually been passed, uh, which once again infringe on the the constitutional rights. In this case both the Pennsylvania and the federal uh, constitution, uh, constitutional right to keep and bear arms. And now, he talked about it is going to remind them. Well, here is exactly uh, how it is, in fact, going to remind them. Uh, it actually reads, uh, this is the penalty, an official or agent or employee of the federal government the Commonwealth or a political subdivision who enforces or attempts to enforce federal law under, subs under subsection A commits a felony in the third degree and upon conviction shall be subject to imprisonment for not less than one year or more than seven years, a fine if not a, a fine of not more than fifteen thousand dollars or both. So as you can see, they're not playing. This is not a this is not a joke in their eyes. And and this is by the way, this is not the only state where this has been proposed. I don't know how many states this is actually passed in, but this is not the first state in which this idea has been has been has been put forward. And I think it's important. I think it's important if for no other reason than an official needs to probably take a moment and read the Constitution, whether it's the state Constitution or the federal Constitution, uh, 
before they take office or before they decide to run for office? Because, you know, a lot of people really don't take the time to know and understand when they take that oath of office what they are standing up for. And it is amazing to me. It's, it is frustrating to me how many times they actually then step up and seek to violate our constitutional rights. And, and actually, uh, uh, the representative actually has, has an instance where, where he, he encountered this with one of his colleagues there in the Pennsylvania legislature. And Let's try it again. And when I first got to the legislature in 1998, one of, the, uh, one of the initiatives that they were pursuing to try and erode our Second Amendment was trying to file frivolous lawsuits against gun manufacturers and trying to use that as a backdoor attempt to reduce the availability of firearms. And I stood up on the floor during debate and I asked, I asked uh, one of my colleagues from Philadelphia, a Philadelphia Democrat, if he'd actually read the Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution in Article one, section 21 of the Pennsylvania Constitution. And his answer was no. And I, I was so shocked by his answer because I had another answer ready when he said yes. Um, and he said no, which took me, kind of caught me off guard. And I asked him, you know, excuse me, what was that? And he said, well, what was your question again? And I rephrased the question to him. And he said no once again. I mean, it's just shocking that somebody would swear to hold and defend the Constitution of Pennsylvania, the Constitution of the USA, and not read it. How do you... <laughs> I, I completely agree. I mean, think about it. You take an oath. You take an oath to uphold a constitution, whether it's the state, for the, whether it's the state constitution or the federal constitution. And one would think that if you are going to swear an oath, that you would at least know what you are swearing, to what you are swearing an oath. I don't know. Interesting concept. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Anyway, but uh, now I'll be honest with you. I've talked with some folks. Uh, I talked with some folks uh, from Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't know what the what the, the the chances are of this particular piece of legislation actually getting passed. But I definitely think it is something where we do need to propose. I mean, this is something that needs to be needs to be proposed. It's something that needs to be discussed. In particular, in states, I'll say like California, where uh, where we firmly believe that, uh, you know, in California, at least we believe, hey, you know what, if we don't like a particular law, federal law, well, then we're not obligated to enforce it. In our, in our case, it's immigration, but clearly they like gun control, so they're going to stand up and support gun control. But the interesting thing is, is that they're not going to support something like this when it comes to standing up for the Second Amendment, even though they believe, and this is the interesting part, even though they'll argue that nothing that they've proposed or nothing that they've put in law violates the Second Amendment. They'll, many, most of them will say, yeah, no, we don't believe it violates the Second Amendment. Well, then if that's the case, then you should have no problem supporting this legislation. But they won't. They won't because they know in their heart of hearts, they know that what they're doing is against the Second Amendment. It's against the Constitution. Uh, they just don't happen to like that part of the Constitution. They believe that the right to keep and bear arms is, it's a right, but it's not a, a right right. You know, like all the other rights. You know, it's kind of one of those minor, you know, second-class, red-headed stepchild type rights. One that we ought to slowly but surely get rid of. Kind of like they've done in England. 
So if you don't believe it'll happen, if you don't believe it can happen, look at what's going, look at what, what, what's happened in England. In, in England, they actually have, as a part of the, the uh, English uh, uh, Bill of Rights, they actually have a right to self-defense, a right to, to possess uh, weapons of self-defense. And slowly but surely over time, it got whittled away to the point where they no longer have that. It's now at a point now in England where if you have something that's not even meant as a, as a weapon, if you use it as a weapon, uh, you can be charged with possession of a weapon. Seriously, I know you guys. I know you guys think I'm kidding, but that's what they have in England, and that's where they're trying to push us to here in the United States. And I don't know about you, but I'm not having it. And I am uh, very much appreciate appreciative uh, that Mr. Uh, Rat is it Ratcliffe? Let me let me look him up. Let me look him up again just to make sure I get his name right. Uh, yes, oh Medcalf, Ratcliffe. I am so happy that that Representative uh, Medcalf is actually standing up. Uh, for his constituents there in Pennsylvania. Anyway, that's going to be it for today's Coffee with Craig. Tomorrow I will be coming at you uh, from the Gun Rights Policy Conference, which will be taking place in Chicago. Yeah, I know. Wow, Chicago. Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago. So it'll be interesting, to say the least. Uh, it'll be very interesting. So, uh, But we'll be coming at you from there tomorrow with Coffee with Craig and probably doing some live feeds uh, over the weekend uh, with folks who were, who were there in attendance to kind of talk about gun rights across America. So it'll be fun. I hope you guys get a chance to tune in. Anyway, thank you for watching. Once again, Craig Deleuze, Farms Policy Coalition. We are the home in the fight for civil rights. Got to use them or you're going to lose them. You guys take care.